This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Our, today's guest is uh, hes a living example of stepping out boldly and experiencing oh better than expected outcomes. Yeah. Um, but today we have some people to thank before we get into today's topic and we, show. And who our guest is. That's right. Yes, a household name. Even if people didn't know his name, he was in their houses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, we want to thank our Patreon supporters for the show. We appreciate you contributing um, at patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can be a monthly contributor to, to the show ever since we stepped out boldly. From when Unity Online Radio closed, and we've been out here in Chobo Studios now. Thanks to you, the show is paying for itself and uh, just getting better by the second. So that we, and uh, lately, we've talked about this. How there's a minute where we're we are ministers. Everyone tells us we're ministers, so we are ministers, and there's truth to that. And then I was like, I'm a truth teacher. Darn it. You know, because we just got into this because we love this stuff, we read this stuff, we practice this stuff in our lives. And as a result, we've talked to hundreds of amazing truth teachers and nuns and... You name it. Uh, yeah, now we got a, an ad man. <laughs> but um, one thing that recently struck our fancy was the f- that we are a club of enthusiasts. So why don't you read the... Yeah. You what might, would you call this? I, if you're listening or watching, you might even be a member of the Funniest Thing Club and not even realize that's it. That's right. That's be- right. Because we're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. Yes. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. So... If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. And yes, this is the key. This is the key. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. That's right. And that's when you say funniest, funniest thing. thing. Can you believe it? That's why the show is called Funniest Thing, because when we live by these principles Thing, the universe conspires for us. Life, God, cons- things happen in ways. Although we have a, a sense of joyful expectancy and a faith that they will turn, they will manifest and happen in amazing ways. We never know how that's going to happen yes. when it happens. Every time we get this sense of wonder and awe about life 
And so that's why we say funniest thing. And uh, so one way to contribute to the funniest thing club is through the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. The main way to contribute is by living these principles. That's right. And uh, sharing that love with everyone you meet. And because it's natural, it comes from within. And really, that's what today's show is all about, is tapping into that natural um, sense of enthusiasm, that guidance that comes from within. So what, what do we have for today? Well, so. we don't want to become a member of the board. B-O-R-E-D. That's right. <laughs> do not become a member of the board. And this came about because there was talk about us. Are you guys going to join the board in a certain organization? And in that organization, I was thinking, man, they re- I don't want to join the board, the B-O-R-E-D, <laughs> because... We want to live in the joy and, and enthusiasm of living these principles and just being free to go where these principles guide us to go. This inspiration, this God, this life within us guides us. So we do not want to become a member of the board. Today's show is called Do Not Become a Member of the Board with Archie Boston. Trust your inner guidance. Never mind what others are saying or doing. Trust your gut feeling. That's the God feeling. Listen to the joyful nudge from within. Never allow false modesty to cause you to play small or second-guess your hunches. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to enjoy the thrill of following God's loving guidance. And during the second segment, original madman, adman, Archie Boston promotes the high life with today's daily word, faith. Ah, all right. So there's two things going on here. A lot going on with this show. One is to learn to trust that inner voice. Like we said, you know, we all have that gut feeling, and Ed and I like to refer to it as that God feeling. Right. You know, and it's always there. And we learned an interesting um, root of a word this week. You know, we're always throwing words that have been around forever, but Daryl and Ed just wake up to them at, at Well, our age. I mean, that's part of what the show's yeah. about, is that a lot of words that we use, they th- we think of them, we lose their the savor of the word, we lose the yes. spirit of the word. And, that's right. and Jesus is the one who said, the letter of the law killeth, but the spirit is what giveth yes. the life. So if you lose the spirit of it, you lose the life in the word. So sometimes it's good to question, what are these? What Where do they word? come from? And, this one was a good so one. So this for me is a good one because we're talking about trusting that gut feeling, that God that feeling, that inner knowing, that inner knowing that says, "Oh man, this is great, go for it," and not listen to the member of the board either outside us or inside us, which is always, it's always in doubt. It's always in doubt of that true enthusiastic feeling. Yeah, and the members of the board too are like often they're sitting in big comfy chairs, but they're not doing a darn thing. But they're judging and telling everyone, like telling. The actual people who are doing it, what and how. I mean, this isn't necessarily every board, but if for the case, like for the, what we're meaning yes. by this, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like the people in the school district who don't yes. ever step foot on campus, but they're making these big heavy hand talking, all this stuff like they know, but they never really actually get involved. Yes. They're, you know, they're not connected really to what they're talking about. Yes. So this gut feeling and tr- learning to trust it is not an easy thing to do. And ironically... Um, the word ignorance came up. You know, oh, that guy's ignorant, or right, oh boy, right. you know, or I was ignorant of that. Well, we we realized the root of ignorance is to ignore. 
So really, it goes way back to the truth of this word originated from the type, from the the way of our mind of making a conscious choice to ignore that God gut feeling. Yeah, to ignore what we know deep inside of That's ourselves to ignorant. be true. It's choosing to deny what we know is true. That's right. And we all, I mean, that's where we, you know, always slap our head in the forehead and go, oh, man, I could have had a V8. Or, you know, right. or, you know well, oh, and man, that's I should have known better. I Or, yes. you know, that gut feeling uh, always talks to us before and after. Because after, I, it always comes as, I had a feeling right. that I should have went this way or I should have avoided that. Well, that's where the real thrill of life is. When we say right. in our, de- right. you know, when our, our opening for our show, when we say stepping out boldly, this is exactly what we're talking about. Stepping out boldly and trusting that inner guidance, which always leads to better than expected outcomes. But, yes. it, but it really takes faith. The faith to trust, like to not be ignorant, to not choose to deny it, but to instead have faith enough or the confidence yes. with the faith to move forward and step in that direction. Yeah. Well, and part of what we always recommend is a morning routine. Yes. Waking up and doing some inspired reading, some meditation, some just slow things down. Breathe. Yes. Reconnect with your inner knowing, because this is this is not just theory that you can go around saying. This is actually tapping in, touching that, connecting with that divine within ourselves, and and then uh, uh, you know practicing some form of affirmative prayer, even if it's the fo- in the form of just writing an inspired to do list, declaring what kind of day we're going to have, yes. rem- declaring statements about who we really are and how we're going to show up in the world. When we do this. This is this is where the game starts to get easier because not always easy, but it's easier when we take the time in the morning to get filled up with that wonderful feeling that the and to realize that that's our natural state. It's natural. That's what's so wild about the world at time that we we've been kind of conditioned to grow into is that all we're really doing through all of this is getting back into who we naturally are. It's natural. Like I work with stu- children all the It's natural to be enthusiastic. It's natural to know who you are and want to go out there and share it. It's natural to know what interests you and what you're going to be successful at because it's, you have all these inner indicators. You're, you know, you're being called to these things. It's yeah. only that we've been conditioned in certain ways out of being who we are. We might have gotten in trouble for being who we are. We might have been told where it's not okay to be who we are. And now we're undoing all of that because when we truly know consciously and tap into that power that, and we know it, we, we visit with it, we, 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 you know, we, stay, we, we spend time revisiting it on a daily basis, even when we think we're you know, uh, having a moment where I'm lost during my day, all this negative chatter is going on, I'm still in the flow because I'm taking that time to establish that connection every day and clear it out, you know? This is a perfect time to – we have an unexpected reading. Yeah. So it's so funny. I was at – we were at a um, – Thrift store. Thrift store, the Goodwill. Goodwill, God's will. Yeah. In uh, Burbank. That's right. After the show one week. And I – there's this one corner where I don't usually go in. It has, you know, like random teacups and stuff on right. there. It might be like a curling iron. It's just shelves 
that you don't know what you're going to find back there. Yeah. And I, some reason I said, I know I need to go back there. And on my way out, I, f- I saw a copy of this book, which is called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. It says how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. And it was just perfectly like just in some random shelf, like when I was walking by, like right there in front of me. And I noticed it because my friend, our friend, Maloney, Jennifer Maloney, who I went to high school with, um, has read it. Has read it. Has shared stuff from it. So it's not normally my t- my type of book that I might reach for cause with that has this this type of right. like a little bit of that snarky kind of you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's a success like, salesman. Yes, but but I did not ignore the hunch. I never ignore it. the hunch, folks. Yeah, and I know Maloney loves it, so I was like, ah, this will be good. I, I've had it on my coffee table. I have not read it, but. I walked out the door today, and for some reason I was thinking, this book, I bet it has something. So when we were sitting in the green room at Chobo Studios before the show preparing, I just opened it up. I was like, all right, let's see what this has to say. It's unbelievable how stuff comes together. Yeah. Because we would have never thought of ever reading anything from a book like this, number one. Number two, Ed brings it here and just opens to a page just for fun, and then C... It, it's perfect for today's topic. Yes, yes. What he read. Yes, so I opened up to page 174, and the, the title of the chapter is called Fear is for Suckers. <laughs> 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 and it has a list of That things. sounds like something our guest would, would say. I know. <laughs> it says... Uh, our greatest fears are the greatest waste of time. Our greatest fears are the greatest waste of time. It says stuff like love yourself and you will be invincible. But the thing that caught my eye for some reason was number four on this list of items here um, in the fear is for suckers chapter. And she says cut off number four, cut off the stream of crap. This is important because what we feed our mind, yes. it's like programming a computer, the, whatever we put in. It just starts moving yes. and gives us more back of that, right? So it says, be more conscious of the information you absorb. What blogs do you read? What shows do you watch? What books do you read? What stories do you read in the paper? What movies do you go to? Whose opinion do you ask? What do you focus on in your day-to-day life? This isn't about being in denial or out of touch with what's going on in the world. It's about how much of this information you really need. Are you staring at a car accident or are you gathering, you know, it's that people, st- oh, they see something, oh, they, they reaffirm their belief in lack and, and that the world is hard. And so they're kind of looking for things to focus on that are negative. I used to be that person. My, my family has a long history of, oh, listening Edward, to depressing like songs. Oh, let me tell you these horrible stories about who's sick and this and that. And then she says, or are you gathering information that will allow you to contribute to positive change? Wallowing in the pain and suffering isn't going to help anyone, yourself included, any more than starving yourself will help the hungry. If you want to help the world and yourself, keep your frequency high and do your work from a place of power and joy. And that's what, um, in my work in the district, which is a big part of this show, uh, what inspired us this week, too, is Daryl gave me such an affirmative talk. He reminded me, you're a wizard. We've been calling uh, my school the Duck Factory because... Like the story, uh, the ugly duckling, where they're telling this swan, ah, you're a terrible duck, and the swan feels bad about itself because it's not like the other ducks, and finally at the end it realizes, that's because I'm a swan, I'm not a duck. So, 
I even brought this up after at a meeting. I told my principal this concept. I go, my friend and I call this place the Duck Factory because she was online with. See, this is the whole thing. It's this whole web of people. No one owns the the business, right? In the in a public school, right? So everyone's just doing different jobs, and someone above them. They're worried about the person above them. Quote is doing, and so my my principal got a slap on the wrist from someone who you think would be a team player, but instead was like kind of doing the power struggle thing. And afterwards, I go, that just felt terrible. Once she hung up, and I was with a whole group of the special ed department, uh, and I'm, fr- I'm quite close with the principal, so I just told her, this is why my, my friend and I call this the duck factory. I said, because people, you don't get the love you de- always deserve for who you are and the good work you're doing. I said, like, I said I, I, the, I, no one's ever asking me about what I'm up to because I was clarifying about something that she had been talking about with these people downtown. Right. I told her that situation's already way better than, than what you were making it out to be because I've already done a lot of work on that. It's already improving, right? Because she thought she was going to reach out to the district and they were going to go, oh, we'll help you. We understand that's hard. Instead, they were like, well, you should have done this and you should have – like that's the board. The BO, they're not actively engaged right. in the joy and the enthusiasm right. of, of this whole – amazing endeavor of education right so they just sit back and they go ah. and so afterwards i told her i was just like we need to appreciate ourselves because the way this thing is working right now you do something good and if you tell it to the wrong person they might sli- like you might make you you might come away thinking you did something wrong because you stepped out of the box to do it you know and uh so this whole thing about not becoming a member of the board is we it's staying attuned to the original inspiration for me why did i get into education it wasn't to just follow along with the herd and wah, wah, wah. i got the school on time oh, there was some traffic oh, no it's about being like oh my god these kids are amazing and this kid ended up you know was able to do this today and getting actually excited and enthusiastic well, yes. about the living uh, the the actual living energy that's flowing the creative energy that's flowing through our work because when we're really connected to and doing the things that we love to do we're not bored b o r d there's no there is no boredom no it's constantly encouraging ourselves and each other actually we encourage ourselves most by encouraging others the uh the funny thing is ducking or when we duck yeah. you know the term to duck we're yes. always lowering our head out of fear is right. when we duck, right. and it's funny because we're f- when we're that duck mentality, we're actually figuratively and literally choosing to be smaller right. than we really are. So you don't want to be a mother ducker. But no. talking about or duck our, our or duck our true, you know this yes. phrase, duck your responsibility. That's like avoiding it. Our true responsibility. Well, you know what, our the, true ability to respond to life. I got another. Yes. Another word origin. Let's hear it. Responsibility originally came from the ability to respond to spirit. Right. Which is that gut feeling. Well, wait a minute. We Now that we know what to choose, the good to choose. Right. Or like Shakespeare said, to thine own self be true. Right. We actually have a great three breaths. Right. Well, on what to what yes. really to ignore? Not to ignore your your gut. Right. But instead, use your power of ignorance, meaning to choose to ignore. Ignore the board. To ignore the board. That's right. That's right. And actually, this ties into something that happened for me this week. One day, like my inner guidance, the whole day was just listen, 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 and it was an inner listening. Listen, 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 and. 
that whole day, because I had a lot of like negative chatter. You know the word Satan, we found out, is means adversarial. There was no, in the Hebrew, there was no, not two powers. There wasn't like Satan was a power and God was a power. Satan was a descriptor of adversarial thinking, things that got in the way of our connection with the only real power there is. That's, that was like a very important thing, right? So I had these adversarial thoughts coming up, and the, my inner guidance was just saying, just listen, listen deeper, listen, and that day I realized in a new way that just listening is actually doing something. If you're yes. listening with an open heart and a loving mind, you know, looking through it. it so the, all day that day. The, the next day, my, this voice said, uh, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That's what came through, right? Which I, I was like, wow, okay. But what I know from my metaphysical study, first of all, Lord means also the law. But we're talking about divine law, the law of ever increasing good, for example. So what I and then and I think I might have heard this from Kenneth Gray a long time. And the servant is your subconscious mind. So when you think about that, I mean, speak the law of good, speak of divine truth, because the servant, your servant, which is your subconscious mind, is always listening to what we say. We are always programming our yes. subconscious mind. We may not know it because it's not what we're saying today that's our sub- our subconscious mind is reacting and responding to things from a long time ago. So it doesn't always feel like it's our servant. But we have to reclaim yes. our power and we do this through joy, through rejoicing, through remembering who we are, yes. through meditation and prayer and inspired reading. And so that's why I wanted to note this because today in the shower finally, usually we it's like 10 minutes before the show we're like, we need breaths and we need this. So today I was like, let me think about this while I'm showering this morning. And so I thought about what you said about ignorance. Yes. And how it means ignoring. And then the board. So today we're going to breathe and take three deep breaths to ignore the board and praise the Lord. Because this was when we're in tune with what the law actually is, the, the, the true law, the divine law right. that's written within us. Praise is natural because we feel so good. That's what praise the Lord. Praise this law that has set me free. Praise the truth. It set me free. I'm happy. When we really get in tune with the truth, we can't help but sing songs of praises. So let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. I ignore the board and praise the Lord. I ignore the board. And praise the Lord. Ah. I ignore the board. And praise the Lord. I almost felt like a church lady on Sunday. I know. At the end of that. You know yeah. what? Well, you know what I was going to say? Yeah, Another thing, when you start to think negative about any circumstance, uh, anything, even like going to a doctor's appointment, anticipating there might be traffic. Right. Any of these things, they always come to mind, this doubtful voice that right. says, oh, is there going to be parking? Or even today, right before our show, well, actually about half hour, an hour before our show. Yes. Indy let us know, well, uh, the Wi-Fi's out. 
And instead of just going, oh, no, is it going to be on in time? And starting to, you know, when our thoughts start when when our thoughts start going down, you don't have to go with them. You right, know what I mean? right. You don't have to go down with the ship. But you know what saved me? I want you to take this in, folks. Gratitude in advance is the most powerful creative force in the universe. And key words here are gratitude, powerful creative force. The most powerful creative force. It creates our reality. And that's why, you know, the great teacher of us all, you know, Jesus said, when you pray, he's basically saying this. Believe you have already received it. And what do you feel if you've already received that thing you really want to occur? You feel gratitude. Another word for gratitude is appreciation. Wow. So to think, instead of my thoughts, because I've been applying them since I texted this to Ed yesterday, all day yesterday, all day, any little thought of negativity came into mind. Instead of going down with it or, oh, what if this or what if that or maybe it'll work out. Right. Instead, I just went, nope, I am going to step out boldly, ignore the board and believe this to be true. Yes. You know, using gratitude in advance. So instead of going down with it, I would just go, thank you for making the Wi-Fi come. Like in my yes. mind. Yes. You don't have to do these prayers. Like even Jesus said, you know what? You know, God doesn't need you to be praying in front of everyone, you know, a big demonstration of, look yes. how faithful I am. The main thing is that you're believing, I mean, your own mind. And you, you know, know the, it when you feel it. At least you'll yeah, start to feel it yeah, after you, you know it even. Yeah, you could pray for a whole group of people that may seem like they're not even on the spiritual page as you or in your yeah. denomination or any of that by just holding this gratitude you know, this gratitude in advance yeah. starts to create the thing for all those on board. I went on my walk yesterday. Yeah. I was so high on these ideas yesterday morning. I went on my walk. And, you know, God doesn't work to us or for us as much as he works through us. Yes. I love 100%. that. So I just started using, like, believing like super faithfully that yes. this stuff is for real. So everyone I was meeting right. on my walk, right. I was like sending like right. you know like a like a magical yes. like Moses a beam or, of light, yeah, like love. a beam of light. And, I'm at, and you know what I was sending to everyone, young men and women of all colors and shapes on my walk as I walk in this area of town. That is not segregated at all. I mean, I'm like in Baldwin Hills and it's everybody. Yeah, right. It's wonderful. So I just kept sending this love out on the hill. like, And the best prayer I got, it gives me chills, is, you know, that young man believes in himself. Yes. That young woman feels confident with themselves. Mm -hmm, because when mm -hmm, they're confident, mm -hmm. they are going to do good. They're going to be good. They're yes. going to feel good. And yes. that they're going to... Share that goodness with others. Let me tell you, man, everyone I saw, even guys who were on their uh, ear pods walking and I could tell they were in a conversation, they'd see me and go, hey, and a yeah. big, bright smile. Like, hey, and I'm going, man, I love this stuff, God. I was so high, right. so high. And let me tell you, 
gratitude. When you start thinking negative about anything, right. uh, you know, that I'm going to be there at the doctor's appointment for too long in the waiting room. It could be something as insignificant as that, like an inconvenient right. thought even. Right, Just go, no, God, thank you for making my time there wonderful. Yes. You know, better than expected. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be seen by the perfect person. Yes. You know, wonderful things. Are, I, I was doing this because, when, I, like I said, I was applying this so much in the morning on my walk. I had appointments at the VA mm-hmm. and... The VA is notorious. You got to wait. You know, there's a lot of people in there. Right. You know, so, but dude, I sit down and before I could even sit in the seat, right. the nurse, the male nurse says, hey, Mr. Fazaro. I said, yeah, here, let me do your vitals. Okay. I go to sit down again and the doctor comes out. Yeah. This is like, and I'm going, oh man, the doctor asked me, somehow the conversation came up with where I was from or whatever, because we were talking about the heat. Right. So I just said, New Jersey. Oh, my God. She's from New Jersey. She goes, what a coincidence. Yeah. Folks, gratitude, keep this in your mind. I hope this gets lodged in there, because this is straight out of every great teacher's mouth since the beginning of time. Right. Gratitude in in advance is the most powerful creative force in the universe. And we have it at our disposal. We can choose not to be ignorant, yeah. but choose to apply it because we know this truth works. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really being a gracious host because I was thinking about that word gratitude. Yes. You're really, you're really opening the door for what is the most powerful creative force, which is the only powerful creative force, which is God, which is love. And by being grateful, that is just the turnkey. It just opens yes. it up. And it's, then we start to see in sync with the love and the divine. And to take this, to, we got to yes. go to the break, dude. Yes. So the, the daily word today was life. We got another one coming up that's from what year? 1966 or something? 37. But, but 37. So, But just uh, here's what I read today, which was from life. It says, I'm so grateful for my life. This is amazing that you're saying this. The gift of life is precious and I treasure it. But sometimes it's easy to get bogged down with day-to-day living that I forget, uh, so bogged down with day-to-day living that I forget to rejoice in life. That is the key. That's a really big deal when we forget to rejoice because I do it all, I've done it all the time, forgetting to rejoice. No matter my struggles, I refuse to let them overshadow the good in my life or blind me to the magnificence of life around me. The beauty and variety of the natural world fills my senses and makes my heart sing. This is like you on the hill. Today, I boldly take my place in the world as a unique expression of life, fully human and fully divine. I embrace living with energy, enthusiasm, and joy. My positive outlook and attitude make all the difference. My highest, most vibrant life is mine to create with my thoughts and through my faith. I begin each day grateful for the gift of life. Keep your heart with all vigilance. For from it flow the springs of life. Proverbs 4.23. The springs of life. That means you feel good. Life comes from, like, it's so funny we read this in the Bible. It's not some, it's not a metaphor. It's the truth. Our life force flows from within yeah. us. And when we're in a state of appreciation and gratitude and love and joy and enthusiasm, getting, forgetting the board, we are living. Yeah. And it's very real. Our health yeah. and everything else reflects that. We become a blessing machine. Yeah. yeah. A blessing machine. What's yeah. that song? Love uh, machine? No. You're a blessing machine. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, Something don't, a hug and kiss and feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coming up next, original madman, adman, Archie Boston promotes the high life with today's daily word, which is actually from 1937. 
Faith. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back for the second segment of today's episode, which is, Ed, do you remember? Don't become a member of the board with our guest, Archie Boston. And we got a couple readings from Emmett Fox. That's right. I see on the script I accidentally erased the title and left something we read last week. That's why you're confused, right? Yes. Speak of goodness. (laughs) Last night I was doing this script at about 11.30. So, All right. So Emmett Fox from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. If you go to Daryl and Ed, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, you will see a, a reading list. You can order any of these books. But we read this one every day. And on September 3rd, Emmett Fox wrote, what, go- what does God expect? And it says, it's children of the most high. Yeah, think when he's talking about most high, he's talking about the best that we could p- of all things. Because that word most high, the highest perspective on life. We have a divine heritage and therefore a right to expect God will take care of us in every way. A right to expect that. The Bible is full of promises as to what God will do for his children. So you have a divine right to expect all these good things from God. But what does God expect of us? So, well, God has a right to expect that we will put him first in our heart. That's by doing a morning routine, right? That's one of the ways we can do that. Then God expects us to have a lively faith, a living faith. Faith in itself is a reliance upon the goodness of God. That means no matter what we're seeing, like you said, we go to gratitude. We, we, we remember that No matter what our mind is telling us or our senses are telling us, there's goodness here. And lastly, God expects us to go to him in prayer as as a son who knows that even before he's asked, the loving father has answered. Do you know how uh, Joel Osteen puts that? How does he say it? (laughs) Go ahead. You've got to start expecting God's blessings to overtake you. Start expecting God's goodness to show up in your life in a new way. That's right. That's, that's Joel Osteen. That's right, because God is more reliable than Amazon, but too much of the time, we don't believe the package is going to come, so we're looking around, we're running out back, and the, all the while, the package is trying knocking on the front door, but we're not, we have to be expected so that we're there to receive. We have to be looking and expecting to see good, and it's a creative, exciting way to live. It's not, we're not, we got to stop being bored. Now, here's a perfect example so, of how we, be, how we can be bored. Yeah, and this September 4th was called Not Dead But Sleepeth. Yes. It says, most hotel rooms are furnished with a notice that says, do not disturb. Some people appear to have hung such a notice on their brains. They are slumbering away their lives in a kind of semi-coma, repeating mechanically the time-worn phrases and threadbare ideas of the past. Not dead, but sleepeth might very well be said of them, and indeed their consciousness is a mental cemetery. If you have been sleeping like this, pull yourself together. Rub the mental sleep from your eyes. Now is the day of salvation. And remember, salvation also means solution. The solution is available to you now. Start right in today to handle at least one important part of your life in a new way. 
Break at least one rusty fetter today, and once this process begins, you will be astonished to find how far you will go and what wonderful things you will attain to. Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Yes, Ephesians 5.14. Yes, and in the verse preceding that, it says um, in the message version of the Bible, uh, which is another uh, translation from the straight back from the Greek and 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 Hebrew, and it says, figure out what will please Christ, meaning follow the joy, and then do that. Wake up from your sleep, climb out of your coffins, Christ will show you the light. That's right. And they, we're talking about the Christ within every person. The Christ is within you. So we have to get in tune with that. We have to get in tune with that. So thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Speaking of getting in tune, um, we appreciate all the mail. For, if you want to send us something, go ahead and send it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Again, it was always a dream of mine as a lad to have a P.O. Box, like the cool shows that I watched, you know, like... Uh, Every kid, show. Yeah. yeah you please send things to yeah, P.O. Box. Yeah, yeah, and you get magical things in the mail. Grand Central Station, so New we York, have New York. Our, yes, exactly. <laughs> I wanted, I, my picture pages never came. You know, I wanted to do the picture pages with Bill Cosby in the morning, but mine never came. I'm bummed about that. Maybe I, gotta, I should look on eBay, see if I can get one. All right. So we got mail from Penny Akashi from Culver City over there. We know her from Unity of the West Side. One is never, the quote says, one is never alone when accompanied by beautiful thoughts. That's true. Catherine Dorleans. That is so true. It's what's in our mind, really, that determines how we feel and what we experience. Daryl and Ed, you guys are the best. Listening to you always brightens my day. Much gratitude, Penny. Well, thank you, Penny, and thank you for the tithe slash contribution. We got a postcard from oh, Kirky. Oh, yes. Postcard from Kirky. I'm not going to read this because... Uh, he always a puts colorful some, language from Kirky on the front. He puts something that, that kind of pokes fun at the two of us on the front, but then he puts something great on the back. And so what did he put on this says, one? To assume the feeling of satisfaction is to call conditions into being which will mirror satisfaction. Signs follow. They do not proceed. Proof that you are will follow the consciousness that you are. It will not precede it. Your dreams take form as you assume the feelings of their reality. Kirky loves you. That's from Neville Goddard. Thank you, Kirky. That feeling part, that's the thing. I was thinking about this, with, and then we're going to keep moving. But as a teacher, I, I often think the kids get dinged who feel things strongly because they, they're, they, they, you know, especially if they have a little bit of a rougher home life than the, than the typical kid at my school, so they're a little more louder. And so they get dinged just because they feel so strongly. But we need more of that feeling, not less. So That's true. That, at least in, in the school, you know, that's one of the things that I encourage excited, enthusiastic discussions. Freedom of expression. Freedom of expression, yes. yes. Vicki Carolyn said, that's hilarious. I love you guys and always appreciate your upbeat message. She was talking about one of our uh, reels that Indy put together for us. I think we were playing music. Elaine Sullivan says, you guys rock. Carla McClellan, the Reverend Life Coach, who we had on last week, said, love what these men are doing, using humor and principles to encourage people to live their best lives. Thrilled to be included. Thank you, Reverend Carla. You can check out her episode. Any idea what it was called? It no, comes uh, to you, yeah, Reverend. it was... Uh, can't remember. All right, great. <laughs> but if you go to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like and follow and all that stuff. It was That's Gourmet with Carla McClellan. That's Gourmet because we have to declare life is gourmet. It is a gift. And we, that's what you said. 
You declare it first and watch how gourmet it turns out to be. Check out our website, DarylNed.com. We want to thank Indy. Indy uh, Fawcett, the chief engineer over here at Chobo yes, Studios. Thank you, thank you guys. Love yeah, you. we love you, man. Thank you so much. You have made our dream come true. We've dreamt about being in a studio like this, and now here we are. Uh, we want to thank our chief engineer, who we took with us from Unity Online Radio when they closed their doors. He's all the way out in Kansas City. And each week... Wait, what's his name? His though? name's Jeff Comfort. That's and right. each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to the prayer line, Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. They've been around for 130 years. Their first phone line in Missouri. They were the cornerstone of what the unity movement was all about, which was really coming together yeah. in the silent unity to remember our divine, to get out, to stop being part of the, a member of the board to, to remember who we really are and remember we're really all a member of the Christ the truth the truth the divine oneness so if you want to um, stop being a member of the board call Sil- if you need help quitting resigning from the board yeah call 800-669-7729 it's so amazing to hear someone pray affirmatively from the awareness of our, of the divine from that Christ awareness it, it makes it way easier sometimes to get on board with it when I hear someone else praying from that space because I go, oh, yeah, now I remember who I am. Daryl and I use it all the time. All right. It's time to welcome somebody to the show. Daryl, why don't you do the honors? Yes. Well, uh, this is a fascinating story how I met Archie Boston. But let me tell you, folks, it's another one of those funniest things. So yes. it was over 10 years ago. My wife would come home from then she had a. Uh, she was working somewhere. I'll let Archie fill in the blanks if he wants where they met. But the uh, she comes home and she goes, "I this is the nicest man. You got to meet him one day. Him and his wife are the nicest people. You know, his name's Archie and his wife. And oh my goodness! And I'm like, oh, okay, because my where wife, was this? New York? No, this was here. This okay. was in Los Angeles. All right. You know, you know. So I was like, all right. You know, my wife's always meeting the wonderful people. But I'm like, okay, okay. She was particularly taken by him and his wife, this man. So then, like, I don't know, six months later or so, she goes, oh, Archie, remember the man I was telling you about? I said, yeah. She goes, he gave me a copy of his book. So I have it here for our yeah, YouTube listeners. Watching. They can see it. Oh, okay, yeah. So you can see it here. But, uh, Archie will have to trust us that it's there. Did you want to see it? Well, yeah, because uh, he gave us a copy of his book. It's called Fly in the Buttermilk. I'm going, okay, he looks like a nice black man. I wonder what this is about. So, <laughs> so I start reading this thing, and I come to find out, wait a minute, this guy's an artist, a designer? And I'm going, who is this guy I'm reading? And, you know, because I'm into art, and I was always into advertising, all this stuff, design. Yes. So I'm reading along, and wouldn't you know it, this guy turns out, let me tell you a little quick little story. When I was a young boy going to school nine in Clifton, New Jersey, all, we had a candy store where you'd buy your, your chips and your baseball cards and comic books. And right next door to it was the Allwood Stationery Store. And when all the other kids would race in there to get their candy and baseball cards, I'd slip into the stationery store because I was just enamored with art supplies. I could still smell like the eraser, smell in the air. And ah, and there was this box of Pentel pens. Yes. And the box, the, 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 the packaging was such that it was an open, it was the drawing, just a line drawing of a man, you know, just a, an anonymous cartoon. right. right. 
very attractive because I like to look at just on a white box, a black line drawing of a giant man's face. Right. And the mouth was a big smile, but it was cut out. Right. And in the cutout, you could see the variety, the rainbow of colors of the pens inside. Right. And it was Pentel pens. So I saved up, you know, my allowance money and my shoe shine money. I was shining shoes at Fetty Ford at eight uh-huh. years old, 25 cents a shine uh-huh. and in the showroom. So, wow. and I got that box and I would set it up on my desk at home so it'd be smiling at me. I'd draw every day. Wouldn't you know it? He's the guy behind that packaging. Wow. Was this guy Archie Boston? It almost brings tears to my eyes, you know, that, and now. Here he is on our show. I don't want to waste any more time talking about him. Let's have him talk for himself. Archie, thank you for being such a wonderful part of my yes. life, even when you didn't know it. Well, thank you, Daryl and Ed, for inviting me. Uh, I just want to uh, tell you what I've learned from the last 30 minutes of your show. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, ignore that board and and praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Yes. Another thing is, number one, ignore the board. Number two, cut off the crap. Yes. Num- number three, speak of design truth. Number four, rejoice. Number five, have gratitude and advance. This is what I learned just from listening to you guys, and mm. it was very profound, and I enjoyed it very much. But I wanted to talk about faith, yes, because yes. Uh, that is the subject that I was asked to do, and it was the day of the word, 5 1937. Yes, uh, that was before I was born, I was born in 1943. Wow, so to think that this was written five years before I was born, uh, maybe more than that. But anyway, I thought about it and I read the statement, all doubt in my mind is now replaced by perfect faith in God and I trust him fully. What a profound statement, even before I was born. So I thought about it and I thought, well, faith, when I think about faith, I want to look at the definition because I know it's it's kind of expected, but Sometimes we think faith and then we don't understand the meaning. So I looked it up and I saw that faith is trust, is belief. Belief without proofs is a promise, is loyalty. But then because of my curious mind, I looked below faith and I saw another word, fake. This is in my dictionary and fake is a counterfeit, falsifying something, a sham, dodge, or trick somebody. And then again, because of my curious mind, I looked above faith. And what did I see? I saw fairy, not the gay fairy, but fairy as a small element being with power of magic. Uh, It's beautiful and it's delicate. And then I thought, well, I'm thinking of faith, and I have these two words, above and below faith. And I thought faith is also like a fairy, but faith is a big elemental being with the power of magic. 
And the magic of faith is what I believe. Yes, yes. Faith has always been part of the magic of my life. And I have trusted in faith and trusted in God. But faith is the word that is kind of, a lot of people hear it, but uh, I like the word trust because faith and trust are basically the same thing. But faith is a word that is kind of, you know, in the clouds, but trust is something that is real that yes. we understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. if you say faith in God, you feel one way, but when you say trust in God, you feel another way. Yes, yes. So right. I'm leaning toward both of those faith in God and trust in God. But I personally would lean toward trust. And I only do that is because uh, the meaning is so important to me. Faith in God, uh, trusting God. My choice again is trust. And I thought about my favorite song. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord till I die. I know that I'm not an opera singer, but it came from the heart. Yes. And again, I like to continue my notes. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, with faith, you identify yourself with light, uh, peace, power, love, and life. This is the part of the statement of the Daily Word, which I uh, wrote down. But I identify myself with love. Yes. I. Peace, uh, compassion, wisdom, common sense, the same as uh, what Solomon wrote in the Songs of Solomon. It was so beautiful. I just kept thinking about faith. And, and to be, I don't worry about earthly things such as war or treason or COVID or politics or racism because I know God is in charge not humankind. Yes. So if you wow. have faith and trust in God and know that he is in charge, you can relax because things will change yes. and they will change for the better. It might not be today or tomorrow, but over time, I've seen it because of my age. I know that we have ebbs and flows of life. And to me, things will change for the better. And I'm always a positive thinking. And again, I thought about, uh, I've been talking about talking about spirituality to my design community. Yes. And it seems as though it's been falling on deaf ears. Mm. However, I know that the Holy Spirit called me to do this, so I continue to speak about it. Wow. Uh, I go with my gut feeling, and I thought of the other word that you said, God feeling. And I thought, to me, what I feel gut feeling is physical, and God feeling is spiritual. Yeah. So... If you combine the two, yes. I prefer God feeling because yes. Yes. I, the spiritual is what is important to me. Yeah. But I both love spiritual and 
the uh, spiritual and, and the uh, physical. I have also been involved in design spirituality. I've been trying to bring design spirituality into the design community and it hasn't worked too well. <laughs> I remember a statement from my brother uh, who was who was at my 70th birthday uh, celebration and he said, and I'll read this to you because yeah. I try to read it to everybody uh, when I'm speaking. It says, my idol and older brother Brad said at my 70th, 70th birthday celebration that when we were growing up, he thought that I would never amount to much because I was so mischievous. Uh-huh. He, was, he was right. I didn't amount to much. I amounted to much more than much. Wow. Much more meant working hard to strive for excellence. If you love, and I'm talking about design now. Yeah. Uh, if you love design, you should work hard to find the best solution to a problem. You should do the proper research and learn as much about the product as you can. You should have fun doing it. And also you must sell the product. However, over the years, I realized that that was my brother's perception of me. It didn't define me. Mm. I had faith in myself. I trusted myself. And I listen to my intuition. My intuition is my spirituality. Yes. What about your intuition? You should listen to it. Don't ignore your gut feeling or, as we said tonight, God feeling. Yes. It is intangible, but if you close your eyes and listen, it will speak to you. It might say, I will help you. I will lead you. And most of all, I will protect you. Trust me. I believe that that inner voice is your design spirituality and if you want to substitute another word for design uh yourself or whatever that is the spirituality and you should break you should embrace it remember a person who doesn't amount too much in this world is great in god's sight and that is the most important thing wow Uh, wow can we drop the mic (laughs) (laughs) Archie that was that's it that's it hey can I ask you a question real quick because I know you've been reading the daily word for one Mm -hmm. where do you think your faith came from and how did you arrive at reading the daily word those are two of the questions I had for you well my faith came from uh, when I was 12 years old I joined the church uh, which was um, uh Galilee Missionary Baptist Church in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, when I was mischievous, my brother was talking about that. It was like, after I joined the church, I changed my life. I tried to do God's work and I tried to be positive and I tried to do things that was good instead of, you know, swimming nude in the, uh, in the creek when your parents told you not to. <laughs> I tried to listen to them and to do the right thing. And over the years, that evolved. Your second question? Well, how did you end up at the Daily Word? Because I heard that you Oh, the Daily it. Word. This, this is very interesting. Uh, about maybe eight or nine years ago, uh, my wife and my uh, sister-in-law has always read the Daily Word, but I didn't want to hear, hear about it. So one day she put it on my desk, you know, and I was looking for something to read. And I, I saw it and I, I read that statement and I thought, this is kind of interesting. And then I saw the... the the section of the Bible that it was referring to. So I decided, okay, let me go to the Bible and read that chapter. So starting that day, 
I read the daily word every day and I went to the chapter where the phrase was taken from, read that chapter. I started to meditate. I pray every day to God. And I, after I pray, I read other literature. I also have my cup of coffee yes. as Ed, uh, as Daryl does. And yeah. I also, uh, after I finish, I feel refreshed. And this has been happening to me since 2009 when I fully retired from teaching. Mm-hmm. And that was my new journey to spirituality. Even though I was a Christian and I've always been a member of a church, I've always trusted in God. I haven't been a, a church worker, but I've supported my church financially right, because right. I've been very busy uh, doing other things. Right. But I, I still have had God as part of my life throughout my life yeah. up to this point. Mm-hmm. And if he has brought me here and he has taken me to become right. uh, in my profession, uh, a lifetime achievement award that was given to my uh, from my organization AIGA, and then even back in my high school, uh, they gave me uh, an award. They said that I was the captain of the football team, so they gave me a lifetime achievement award in my high school the year before. And then this coming year, I was given an honorary doctorate from the Royal College of Art in wow. London, which I attended, and I thought. This is a good example of what God can do for you. I had no idea of, and I never wanted a PhD or any of those. I just wanted to do my work and and trust in God. And God promised that if you obey him, he will give you wonders beyond your imagination. Yes. And the honorary doctorate that I received from London was something that was beyond my imagination. And I knew that it wasn't who did it. It was God who did it. And I trusted him and I will trust him the rest of my life because I know that the road that I'm traveling is the road uh, the Holy Spirit is leading me to. And it has brought me this far and I don't worry about the future because I know it will continue to bring me. And it brought me here to talk to you guys to tell my story yes. and to talk talk about God. You know, I didn't want to do this, but it's not what I want. It's what God wants. Yes. And you have to do his will. And I trust in him. And he told me to. And people say, well, you don't, uh, how can he tell you? But in my design philosophy and my design spirituality, I said, uh, I believe that I am a spiritual designer. Most people are graphic designers and other kind of designers. I said, I am a spiritual designer. And I said, I believe my intuition is my spirituality, and which most people might not think. Right. I believe I believe that God is my design director, not humankind. Yeah. So I look beyond human yes. beings. I believe that God gave me my talent, and he speaks to me in dreams. I yes. know he does, because I wake up in the morning sometime. I don't know what I'm going to do today, but my dream tell me you have to do this. You have to do that. And it's all relating to uh, God's work. I believe that we should embrace this is design spirituality, but I believe we should embrace spirituality as part of your philosophy. And I believe that we should love, glorify and respect my profession and also your spirituality. So these are the things that I have believed in and I will always continue to believe in because 
you know, it's God's word. Right. I got to say, I got to ask one thing because we're going to be wrapping up soon. Is there a <clears throat> way for our listeners to find that little bit you wrote about your design spirituality? Design spirituality? Because that is so good, Archie. So powerful. Is that anywhere yeah. anyone can find All you it? have to do is look on Pinterest uh, under Archie Boston, uh, Archie Boston Design. And you will see 167 pieces of my work that I've that I've designed and I've also written. And I've written some treaties on design spirituality. I've written about my design spirituality. And I've written about other things. Some of the things are kind of silly. So, you know, it's like yeah. good it's, and bad. But no, you're uh, like it's still, that. That's it's still why. part of my life experience. So yeah, if you check it out, Pinterest, uh, Archie Boston Design, look it up. There's 167 pieces. Some of them are on subjects that are kind of interesting, like black reparation, uh, voting in November, right. and uh, Christmas cards that are kind of wacky. But these are ideas, some are spiritual and some are devilish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it came from my heart. Well, yeah, well, we, we can relate. And I got good news for you. I Because Daryl and I were mm-hmm. talking yesterday. We we're like, oh, my gosh, Archie's coming on. And then Daryl said, I don't know if he's a metaphysician. Because, <laughs> but you are a metaphysician. You're a hundred percent, and I got good news for you. Everything you're saying about intuition, yes, you're in the right place because the New Thought movement in the United States and from England was all all these great teachers. There's great teachers like Ernest Holmes, Charles, and Myrtle Fillmore who founded Unity. They, they arrived Troward, at this, yeah, t- the same so thing you just said, which is right. God speaks to us through our intuition that we have to tune. If we, otherwise, we don't know. And there's a lot of religions, more formalized religions, who take kind of offense that you can't really hear mm-hmm. God, but we do. Right. There's a I lot do. of other people who know this and are not afraid <laughs> to say it, and that's why we right. love the new thought. That's the new thought movement. That's why we're so glad mm-hmm. you're here with us because. For a while, I, I was raised Catholic, and I thought this was like heresy when God started to speak to me through – because I was into music and I, writing, and through mm-hmm. through writing, I started – I know things I don't even know I know if I just let them right. come out. And that's what kind of led me to my intuition. That's and, true. You know? And I think all mm-hmm. – that's why we were excited to have you too, because I think anyone who does something sincerely creatively – gets a different, like a true connection to what creativity, like things come through us that we can't, where did that come from? Uh, yeah. yeah, so now I'm add metaphysical to my uh, repertoire. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the thing, yeah, the, the thing I wanted to um, reinforce is I wish, I mean, your students are so fortunate. Yes. Because you make it clear what it is to trust. When I was going to art school, I was in over my head for the first time. I mean, I actually ended up slipping out the back door and joining the military because they there were well-intentioned people saying, Daryl, you just got to trust yourself. But because I didn't believe in myself, my human self, I was like, well, there's nothing there to trust. But if I met someone like you, an encouraging teacher... Because I heard your talk, you were asked to speak to the class at, during your honorary doctorate ceremony, and I really enjoyed what you told those graduating design students. You reminded them that 
you know, design spirituality. You even said it may sound a little crazy, may sound a little out there. You may think I'm a little nuts. I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. Archie um, to, to get it condensed, but it's your intuition, and you got to trust your intuition. And you know, and if someone said that to me 40 years ago when I was in that school, yeah, I would have probably got it. I would have probably thought, oh, yes. Because what happened to me, Archie, I would trust the intuition in class. And then, uh, you know, when you trust your intuition, you actually exceed what you think your ability is. So I would do something in class and I'd get Mm praise and the teacher would go, look what Daryl did. This is he. No one else thought to do this is incredible. But I would walk away thinking I'll never be able to replicate that. I'm a fraud. I didn't know that. I was actually trusting something that I could always rely on. 100%. Because it comes so easily when you do trust it. And the solution Mm -hmm. seems to, like, it almost seems Mm -hmm. silly or it almost seems ridiculous. But when you go with it, all of a sudden the ability is there. Yes, yes. And then... It exceeds your expectations. You feel thrilled by the results. But instead of me knowing that that is like, praise the Lord, this stuff, I could do this again. I thought, oh, no. Right. I'm never going to be able. This was a fluke. Right. So you're really being of a great service. And when you shared that with those young people in London just not too long ago, (laughs) uh, man. I was like, man, that is the best thing I could have heard. And you know what's great? I'm still grateful that I get to hear it now. <laughs> Me too. Meaning that, yeah. you know, the years the locusts right. have, all, have eaten, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't matter because I'm getting much more now by hearing it right. now. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to make sure, and I'm writing a syllabus now, I am going to try to make design spirituality mm-hmm. as a course yes. on a graduate level yeah. that students yeah. can take. Usually the undergraduate courses are set, right. but on graduate courses, you can do a little bit more flexibility. Yes. So this will be my, this is what the Holy Spirit is yes. telling me to do. Yes. It's telling me to write the syllabus, which I've done 10,000 times with other courses in the university, and then contact some universities yes to see if they would either open a class or do it online. Yeah. So that's one of my projects. And another will be my next book that is coming up in 2023 uh, on design spirituality. So it's about my journey to design spirituality. So those are the two projects I'm working on at this time, even though uh, deep down inside, I don't want to do anything, but <laughs> the Holy Spirit tells me yes. you will do it or else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. well, I, yeah, I'm like, Daryl, you would have saved me a lot of heartache if I would have known because I was like you. Everything I did was intuitively. I'm like the, the stuff. and But I, too, thought I didn't know. I didn't have any like le- like uh, right. role models like uh, down the line telling me, no, you can trust it. It will come again because I was right. whether it was music. I was like. I didn't think I could trust it yeah. in front of like the serious oh, people, yeah. the board. I didn't know right. it would come out, but now mm-hmm. I'm, and now I'm looking at my career and looking where I want to go next. If I, what will happen if I really stop listening to the board that, cause board is like uh serious. Daryl came up with this definition right. for serious. It he is, says, go yeah, ahead. Serious. Seriousness is just fear pretending to act like a grown up. Yeah. 
So That's true. Yeah. So now I'm like putting all my chips on the table. No, because my strong, strong suit is creativity and intuition. I use it all the time. What will happen if I let that uh, in a new way lead yes. the show? And I'm mm-hmm. excited to wear it. So hearing you say this right now, I'm like, this is the number one thing I'm going to take from our show today is that I can trust my intuition. I, I mean, I've been developing this and I'm in the place to hear it, uh, but I'm just going to double down even more on that. No, I can trust it and whatever is meant to come out is going to come out. Yeah. You know what? And Absolutely. I, and I Absolutely. Could, and when you shared that you would like to make a syllabus and have this as a graduate course, Design Spirituality, my insides already yeah. saw that's going to be a success. <laughs> and then you know who I remembered? Another guy years and years ago, you may or may not have heard of him or know of him. He had the thought to make a syllabus on the application of love. And his course was mm-hmm. on love as a graduate mm-hmm. class. Yeah. And his name was Leo Biscaglia. This was years ago in like the late 70s. Right, and right. It be, that class, that all the professors, I thought, I'll just give it to him. You know, he's, he's been here forever. Just let him have his fun. No one's going to take right. it. That class was the most popular class <laughs> by graduates. And that's right. what's going to happen yeah. to you. I know mm-hmm. it, Archie. Mm-hmm. Yes. But sometimes when you do something like that, like the book on the, the class on love, there's envy in academia. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, first, there's the resistance. Yeah. No, it won't work. And then somebody has to stand up and say, it will work. Yes. And I will approve it. And once it's approved and it becomes very popular, then the naysayers are saying well let's criticize it and let's see what we can do but once it's in everything is based on the evaluation of students and if the students give it a high mark it will stay in (laughs) they don't it will leave so uh, that part of academia I know you know, like yeah. the back of my hand. There you and go. That will be the next area. If I don't yeah, pursue man. it, I have former students who are teaching, you know, on the college level who will pursue it for me. Yeah, there you go. Because I'm very close to them. So rather than one person doing it, maybe 10. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm going to move in that direction in the next year. Oh, man. Spoken like a true evil genius, man. <laughs> Well, listen, Archie uh, Boss. You should say metaphysical genius. Yes, excuse me. That's what I meant to say. Metaphysical genius. Um, so, Archie Boston, we want to thank you for coming on the show. If thank in the future you'd be willing to come on again, we would love to have you. I feel so blessed. I'm so grateful for you and the work you're doing. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. And. Thank uh, you. You may not know this, but but we always bring a little story in about our guests. Oh, this they is, might not even know. They might not. We don't. At TMZ. We can't. We can't <laughs> prove or deny or. We don't know. Them. Yeah, we just look on TMZ and see if there's any interesting stories. This was about Archie Boston when he was a youngster. You know, back in bright. Florida. Yeah, <laughs> we heard about him swimming naked in the, in the creeks. We heard about all of that, and we, but he was also very perceptive at an early age. We always had an interesting take on things. Observant fellow, you know. So when he was in elementary school, he told his he walked up to his teacher, right? Told the teacher, "I found it. You know, he found an, a worm in his apple. Can you imagine that? A worm. But amazingly, Archie didn't seem bothered by it. In fact, he was smiling, a big smile. Archie's teacher was amazed. Archie, you don't seem at all disturbed by finding a worm in your apple. How do you do it?" Archie smiled. It's easy. I looked over at Johnny's apple, and there's only half a worm left in his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That is so funny. Oh, no, wait. We got a special singer. That is funny. Ed just went to the restroom, and now Ace Freely's here to sing a song. Oh, my God. What? He's not English. <laughs> hey, guys, let's do, let's do a song. Tip that mic down, Ed. Tip that mic down. I, uh, I got. I, this was a big hit of mine. Remember Gene Simmons? He was a member of the board. He was always so serious. <laughs> Actually, Gene Simmons was envious of you because this yeah. song became a hit. That's right. But just like Archie Boston, I have the faith. I continued. It became a big hit. Once the kids loved it, Gene Simmons couldn't do a darn thing about it. We played it every show. It was wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Many years since we were here On the street I was praying our time away And to the left and to the right Buildings towering to the sky It's out of sight In the joy of night Ooh, here I am In the city Dollars and made it. You better believe that we're back. Back in the new thought groove. We're back. Back in the new thought groove. We're back. Back in the new thought groove. Visit DarylAndEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. Archie Boston, we love you. Thanks again for being a part of Thank Funniest you. Thing with Daryl and Ed. Back in Glad the to be part of it. <laughs> We're back. Back, back in the dark room. We're back. Back in the new dark We're back. Back in the new dark room. In the new dark room. Archie Boston. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.